0: Episode 29 of the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. Donald Wine here, co-manager of Starsandstripesfc.com, where you can find all the latest news on the U.S. men's, women's, and youth national teams, the players that comprise them and everything associated with the beautiful game in America. For the first time in nine months, we have some men's national team matches to recap. We also have a women's national team match coming up next week. And a possible men's national team match that could take place in December. But first, we recap the two friendlies that the men's national team played over this most recent FIFA international window. Their first matches since February 1st, and their first in a FIFA window since November of last year. We first took on Wales last Thursday in Swansea. The roster, as mentioned before, was almost entirely European-based. We had one player from Major League Soccer in Sebastian Legette and one player from Brazil in newcomer Johnny Cardoso. It was an exciting match in the sense that we got some really good performances from some players, but we couldn't break through on the score sheet. It was a 0-0 draw. Still, we saw some performances that should have gotten everyone excited. I know it got me excited. We saw the debuts of Gio Reina. Eunice Musa and Conrad De La Fuente in the starting eleven, and Nicholas Joachini, Johnny Cardoso, and Owen Odosoy also made their debuts against Wales. We saw Weston McKinney play like a beast. I mean, the most of the game, and we saw Tyler Adams also dominating in the midfield. And Serginho Dest was just taking prisoners. We all saw what he did to Daniel James. That it was it was not necessary, and I'm here for it. Uh, there were a couple of defensive slips, but for the most part. The back line kept everything in front of them, and most importantly, they kept everything out of the net. Zach Steffen didn't have much action on the night, but other than a failed experiment at having a false nine with lejet playing that role, I think most fans took a lot of excitement from that match. I was really pleased to see some of these guys make their debut and play so well. I think we all were kind of mesmerized by how great Eunice Musa played. Uh, Johnny Cardozo being kind of a, an animal when he came in. Uh, and also just Weston McKinney, just the what we have seen from him at Juventus, how that's translated to his performance on the national team against Wales. It, was, it wasn't it was like it was a different player. It was a, more, it was a much more improved player, and Weston McKinney was already great. So we were really pleased to see a lot of things from this match. And I think that is why people kind of took this draw and said, yo, This was really cool. That excitement that we all felt from the Wales result carried over to the Panama match, which took place this past Monday in Austria. It was the second and final match of the window for the men's national team, and this match was a real exciting one. It didn't get off to a great start. We had initially from the go, we played really well, but a defensive lapse eight minutes in allowed Panama to score the opening goal. But the team came back to score three goals in eight minutes, to make it 3-1 at halftime. In the second half, again, the men's national team was kind of flat-footed. Panama was forcing the pressure. They eventually pulled one back to make it 3-2. But it was the Sebastian show in the final 13 minutes plus stoppage with Sebastian Leggett and Sebastian Soto both coming off the bench in the 77th minute, and they scored three goals between them to make the final score 6-2 to the good. Gio Reyna with the opener for the men's national team on a great free kick. Nicholas Joachini added a brace. I know he missed the penalty in the second half that would have given them the hat trick, but he still did well enough to earn Insider's Man of the Match honors. And Soto also had the brace and legit again with a goal, also in that Sebastian show in the last part of the game. For Reyna, Joachini, and Soto, it was their first goals for the senior national team. And once again, we had some wonderful performances from McKenney, Musa, Joachini, and Reyna. Soto also played extremely well in his short stint. You saw some moxie from guys like Richie Ledesma and Uli Yanez. I thoroughly enjoyed this match, and I hope you all did too. It was likely the final time we see all these players in 2020, with the exception of LeJet. And if that was the case, they went out with terrific play. They gave us an entertaining brand of soccer. The future is bright for our guys. I, I know I can't wait to see them back on the field. And for the dual nationals that made their debut, Eunice Musa, Nicholas Joachini, Johnny Cardoso, Sebastian Soto. I hope they got a taste and they want to come back for more because I know we could use them. They can all help our team right now. Coming up, the women's national team is playing against the Netherlands and the MNT may not be done with 2020. Stick around though, through this quick break. here on the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. The men's national team have played through their window, and next week, it will be the women's turn to come back, playing in their first match since March 11. Literally, as the sports world started to shut down around them, the women's national team will be playing on the road against the Netherlands in what is a rematch of the 2019 Women's World Cup final. Head coach Vlatko Andanowski has called in 23 players for this camp, all players that probably have the best shot at making the Olympics roster. However... We got word yesterday, as we record on Thursday, November 19th, that one player will not be joining them in the Netherlands, and that is Lindsay Horan. Horan was dropped from the roster after it was revealed that she tested positive for the coronavirus. Of course, above anything, we wish her the best and hope she has a speedy recovery. The team will also play the match without Katerina Macario, who is in camp with the team, but has not yet been cleared by FIFA to play for the United States, so she will stay out of this match. However, she is still getting that experience of being in yet another camp with some of the veterans. But I am glad we are going to see the women play. The roster as it stands right now, we have goalkeepers Aubrey Bledsoe, Jane Campbell, and Alyssa Nair. Of course, Nair being the number one. Defenders, Alanda Cook, Abby Dahlkamper, Crystal Dunn, Tiernette Davidson, Kelly O'Hara, Midge Purse, Becky Sauerbrunn, and Emily Sonnet. The midfielders, Julie Ertz, Jalen Howell, who replaces Lindsey Horan on the roster, Rose Lavelle, again, Katarina Macario, Christy Mewis, and Samantha Mewis, the sisters, make a team together. And the forwards, Ashley Hatch, Tobin Heath, Alex Morgan, Kristen Press, Sophia Smith, and Lynn Williams. Jalen Howell and Sophia Smith, by the way, are in a battle, as one of them could become the first player born after the 1999 World Cup to play for the women's national team. We also have some of the regulars on the team. Obviously, some of them are missing. Allie Krieger, Ashlyn Harris, Carly Lloyd, Megan Rapinoe, and Mallory Pugh are players who you would expect to be in contention for that Olympic roster that are not in this camp, but still an incredibly strong team with some new faces and some veterans. Can't wait to watch them. That match against the Netherlands will be next Friday, Black Friday, kickoff at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and it'll be on ESPN2. And Two today, NA, make sure you tune in to see the number one team on the planet play its final match of 2020. And finally, we go back to the men's national team because there have been several reports that the team may not be done playing in 2020. As alluded at the top, the rumors are swirling that they could be playing a match in December somewhere in the United States. This match would occur outside of a FIFA window. Those are done for 2020. And because of that, it's expected that this match would feature almost exclusively MLS-based players and could also include some Liga MX-based players. It would be a chance for head coach Greg Berhalter to kind of evaluate the talent that we have domestically before the end of the year, just like he spent this past window evaluating most of the European-based talent that we have. If this match is played, and it very well looks like it could be, Berhalter hoped as much when he discussed this during a press conference ahead of the Panama match. So if it's played, then it is a good thing to get another match in, to have a camp that will allow Berhalter and the coaches to evaluate as much of the young talent that is still in Major League Soccer as possible. Having a robust player pool has to include the domestic players. It just has to. We can't accomplish our goals... With just the Euro-based players. No matter what you may think about MLS versus the rest of the league in the world. We have some young talent that we want and need to get into this pipeline. And it makes sense to get a closer look at them in a training camp. So we'll see if this match happens. We don't have any information yet. Just the rumors. And if it does, we'll watch with excitement. Because the future is bright for the men's national team. And that future is located all over the world. Including right here at home. That's going to do it for us here on episode 29 of the Stars and Stripes SC podcast. Next week is Thanksgiving week, so I'm going to take a break to enjoy the week with my family. It's been a long year for me, and I know for all of you. So if you're choosing to be with family next week, please stay safe during your travels and during your holiday plans. And if you're choosing to stay at home and do a virtual Thanksgiving with family or friends, I hope you too remain safe and that your Thanksgiving is as great as can be. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday for a lot of reasons, but above all, it's about family and giving thanks for what we have. It will be a melancholy Thanksgiving without my mom here this year, but to all of you, I give thanks. I give thanks for you indulging me with your attention every week as we discuss the beautiful game in our country and our national teams. I thank you for the community that you've helped build here at Stars and Stripes FC. I thank the wonderful staff we have as well. All of them do tremendous work, I hope you all continue to support them as well continue to stay safe during these pandemic times and enjoy the week. And until next time, please do take care.